Hi, friend, and welcome to the Brand Strategy Podcast, a show created to equip you with the inspiration, encouragement, and clarity you need to build the brand of your dreams. I'm your host, Bonnie Bakhtiari, brand designer, strategist, and founder of The Illum Retreat. From sustainable strategy to heartfelt encouragement, each episode is designed to equip you with the tools you need to chase after your dreams. Because you deserve a brand that empowers you to do what you love, connects with your dream clients, and offers a deep sense of fulfillment along the way. So grab a cup of coffee and join me on this journey, won't you? Friends, welcome back to the Brand Strategy Podcast, where today we're talking about how to raise your rates and generate more income by adding web design services to your branding business. And joining me today is the incredible Paige Brunton. Now, if you have not met Paige before, I'm excited to introduce y'all. She is really the premier Squarespace web designer expert online. Her site is actually the go-to destination for Squarespace info, and she has helped over 2 million Squarespace users with her resources. And luckily for us, she's also an incredibly passionate online educator. And through her two signature courses that have to do with Squarespace and building a Squarespace web design business, she has helped over 4,000 students. So she has such a wealth of knowledge to share with us today. And kind of on the personal side of things, uh, she's originally from Canada, but relocated across the pond, following her heart for love, and now lives in beautiful London. So Paige, welcome. I'm so excited to get to chat with you and so honored to have you on the show today. Thank you, Bonnie. That was such a lovely introduction. I really appreciate that. I'm absolutely thrilled to be here. Well, um, I know that over the years you've been in business and not just not just your journey as an entrepreneur, but also just your journey as a person, you know, relocating, moving to a beautiful new country and pursuing one of the greatest adventures, which is love and, and relationships. I would love it if you would share just a little bit more about who you are, maybe how you got started in this incredible business that you've built. Yes. So the business, it's very romantic. It started for love, (laughs) Uh, to be honest. I um, finished university. I moved abroad. At the time, I actually moved to Germany. My husband is German. He was my then boyfriend. And once I moved across to Germany without speaking German, my job options were pretty much nothing. And so that's when I was like, okay, I need to do something on the internet. Like I need to make money online. And this is like it's more common now. It was not so common when I was like starting a few years ago, um, trying to figure out like how to freelance online, how to get clients online. I don't even know what I was really going to do. Like I didn't know I had built a travel blog before just for fun, but I hadn't actually like, I didn't have a degree in anything like marketing or computer science or tech related. And so starting a web design business was a pretty like far leap for me, but it was kind of necessary if I want to keep my relationship. So that is how the business, why it actually started was because I moved abroad, need to make money on the internet. And I figure website design is my best bet. And believe me, I had some like serious imposter syndrome and fear and everything because I didn't have the background and I didn't have the degree in it. Um, but I think I'm proof and my students are proof that actually you can learn to do these things even if you don't have a degree in computer science and be a highly, highly successful web designer. So that is actually why the business started because I moved abroad to Germany to be with my husband. Mm, I love that. I always appreciate hearing these stories about how how people become so creative out of necessity and how um, as humans we tap on 
different ideas and we take risks when we're presented with an opportunity that mm. requires us to be kind of daring. And yep. um, I just can, I can really relate to certain parts of your story. I actually started my business back in 2012 when um, I moved from Texas to California to mm. be with my now husband. We just gotten married and he was in the military at the time. And because of that posting, we were going to move around so much. It was impossible for me to get like the traditional kind of nine to five at a local business. And so I took to the internet as well, trying to figure it out. Yeah. So I can completely uh, relate to it. Yeah, honestly, the exact same thing. And that's so common, like military wives having to find something online. Because I mean, if you move every one to two years, then it's just impossible to, I mean, also just the hassle of having to like, go find a new job every one to two, year, to two years right. is just really not cool. So being able to have something that it doesn't really matter, like even time zone wise and everything doesn't really make a difference when I do my work. It's it's a real blessing. Mm, absolutely. Now, something that you were speaking to when you, you know, were kind of like going back in time, telling us the origin story, you were talking about how you wrestled with a lot of imposter syndrome and mm. you were self-taught. And so you were trying to figure out how to grow and how to build this, this web design business online, um, really on your own. And I know that over the years that I've been working with my own students and just connecting with fellow designers. I hear so many folks who are graphic designers or brand designers, they know that there's a lot of value in website design. Like they know that that's something their clients are interested in, or they see their industry friends making a lot of money by doing that, but they're mm -hmm. feeling hesitant to get into it because they're believing that it's too complicated. They don't know code. They don't have the right expertise. Um, mm -hmm. They're telling themselves they, oh, it's going to take me too much time, and maybe they, um, you know, have little ones at home. Maybe they're still holding down the corporate nine to five, and this is their side hustle. I know that you know with with over four thousand students, you've heard it all. So I would love it if you could speak to how did you start to work through that imposter syndrome and start to build this business? And also if you have any suggestions or tips that you have shared with your own students around overcoming that resistance, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I'd love to, to hear that. Yes. Okay. I have so many thoughts on this. <laughs> so I have had students. So my background, I have a degree in recreation and leisure. I literally studied play. I have a master's degree in that. So again, not relevant. That's my little brothers. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great degree. My little brothers actually studied computer science. And so I think this is especially women. We always feel like, oh, I need to have the degree in the thing in order to be qualified to do this as a real job, to have someone pay me to do this. And the thing that I want people to know is like the people building websites for your average small business owner, they're not people who have computer science degrees. Like my brothers, yes, they're like doing hardcore development and coding and managing the back end of databases and stuff. And they're working for like big corporate clients and governments, that sort of thing. But the people who are building the yoga studio website, the influencer website, the website for the restaurant around the corner, those are not people who have a computer science degree. It's truly like two completely different things. You truly, with the rise of like all these different website building platforms, Squarespace and all the other ones that are out there, um, they are building website design softwares, which means that it's like you don't need to code. And so truly, when I actually talk to my students about this, a lot of them feel like, oh, before I can be a website designer, before I can advertise services, I need to know 
how to code like HTML and CSS and all these different coding languages before I can offer website design. And I'm like, wait, wait, hold up. But if you take your website that you just built for this client and it has a ton of custom coding on it and you hand it over to them and they're supposed to manage this thing and they're supposed to update and edit it themselves, which a lot of them do want to do that. Back in the day, it was always like you had to email your developer anytime you want to update something on your website, but that is highly inconvenient. Um, And so business owners are like, if I want to add one more yoga class or I want to add one more option of like a service to my website, I don't have to email a developer and pay them hourly all the time. It's really annoying. I just want to like for them to build me a great website and then for me to be able to like add new photos or add a new like bit of text here and there. And so when you actually do like on my own website, I'll code things totally. But when it comes to clients' websites, like I do everything I can to make sure I can create what they're wanting with often it's like a few like Squarespace hacks is what I use um, as opposed to coding something because once you give it over to them, if there's something coded on it and something updates or something changes or they just want to update and change something, it's like they can't just go based off of the I don't know, typical like Squarespace tutorials or show tutorials or whatever platform that you're using. Um, So there is actually a real value to not coding on your client's websites and just using the built-in features that whatever website building platform you have is. So but when your whole question was actually about like imposter syndrome. So how did I get over that? Mm -hmm. Um, One was reading a lot of mindset books. So believe me, at the beginning, all the thoughts were running through my head. Like it was just like a constant parade of unhelpful thoughts going through my mind. It was like, you aren't a real website designer. You don't really have a background in this. Like you don't actually know what you're doing and how are you going to get clients? And after this client, you're not going to get any more after that. And so I read a bunch of mindset books, things like Miracle Morning and You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. And reading those books, I started to like recognize the thoughts and then realize like, this is not helping me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I literally told the thoughts in my brain, like, you are not serving me. I'm going to replace that with a more the opposite positive thought and continue that way. And I can't even tell you that made honestly a huge difference. So yeah, just know one, like the people who have computer science degrees, they're not building websites like for the types of businesses that we are. <laughs> and so it's genuinely not required. It is absolutely required that you can build great websites like that is an important aspect but you don't need to go to college to get a degree for that there's ways you can learn for free on the internet or paid with courses so yeah whatever you choose is up to you but definitely the degree not necessary Mm, I love that. I'm all about, you know, exploring these value adds, thinking about ways to, um, you know, get into a new service offering or introduce something like that to your current business model so that it it serves you and it helps you serve your clients better and also increase your income. So mm-hmm. love hearing yeah. that that's so much easier than we might think. Yes. It does yeah. require learning the platform, but again, like yeah. brand designers, like you already have the background, you already have so much of the knowledge that you need. And I'm sure, I'm sure you've been asked and all your students have been asked like, oh, can you also do my website? Because it is highly convenient when someone launches a new business to be able to get like their brand and their website design all done in the same place. So it's like, I'm sure you know, it's like just turning money away every time you're like, oh, actually I don't offer that. And I just want people to know that like you, it's possible for you to do it. You do need to learn how to do it, but it's, I don't know, you can do it in like, people take say my one course, Square Secrets, they'll take it in like, I don't know four weeks or something. And they're like, good to go on building Squarespace website. So it doesn't need to take nearly as long as you think. 
right? Like you're not, when you're, when you're figuring out a way to offer that, you don't have to undertake like a year of teaching yourself how to do it. You can, (laughs) you can enroll in a course like yours, or you can work with a mentor, or if you Mm -hmm. really just want to get scrappy with it, you can watch all of the tutorials. And, and honestly, one thing that I love seeing people do is when they treat their own website or their own brand or whatever it is as kind of their first, like almost Mm -hmm. like guinea pig. They like run through the process for themselves. So they know what it's like, the ins and outs completely. And honestly, there is something so incredible. Now I will say, uh, you know, we want to think about when you're growing a profitable design business, it's important that you enjoy what you're doing because Mm. it's going to be really kind of, in in a way, sort of like defeating to constantly take on a project that you don't love or it doesn't bring you joy, or it's like pulling teeth every time you are doing that. So if we're talking about web design and it's not a matter of like, you know, oh, I want to do it, but I don't know how. It's a matter of, honestly, web design does not light me up. I'm not interested. I don't want to do it. We're not going to tell you to do something that that is going to make you miserable, but if you are watching your clients, because I know so many people who are tuning in are brand designers, if you're watching your clients, you know, kind of walk away as you offboard them and you've given them this incredible visual identity and you've given them this entire system, but you haven't helped them implement it through their digital presence, through their website. Yes. Like Paige, you were saying, like that's leaving a lot of money on the table. So it can Mm -hmm. be really incredible to serve your clients better by guiding them through not only the, the brand design process, that strategy process as well, but then incorporating website design because you're giving your client this entire system, um, that is going to help them get started Mm -hmm. and look like such a pro right from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. And as you said, like pricing on website design is it's some of the highest in the industry, like out of all the online jobs, like virtual assistants, brand design, copywriting, website design, web design tends to have the highest price point. So if you're really looking to like increase your income in your brand design business, and if you would enjoy building websites, then it is such a fantastic way to do it. I know a lot of my students, they start off at like two to 3000 for their like when they're just getting started. And then they go up to like, I've even had students who literally tune up to like $10,000 just for a website, not even a brand, not e-commerce, just the website itself. So there really is like huge opportunity in terms of the finances of website design. Mm, Absolutely. And honestly, uh, you know, when we are serving a client, you know, through that process of creating this website, that is, I like to think of it for my clients, that's like their, their brand's online home. That's that mm-hmm. kind of digital virtual storefront where their clients or their customers are going to come through and they're going to learn about what they do. They can you know, work with them directly or submit an inquiry or fill out an application or place an order. Mm-hmm. And so there's so much potential. And when, as a designer, you're creating a strategic website for a client, you're giving them this incredibly profitable asset. And you definitely deserve to be charging a accordingly for all the value that you're giving them. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Websites are, it's, I love everything that you said. Like it's the online home. It's like where people get to know you and everything. It's also such an unbelievable like location for marketing your business. There are Mm -hmm. so many different marketing strategies. I know a lot of people, like when I would work with clients, they were saying things like, oh, 
I want to go speak or I want to do this or I want to do that marketing strategy, but I don't feel ready yet until I get my website like really perfected. And some people choose to do the marketing through their website. Like I blog a lot. Um, and so that is a, also a very common marketing strategy and super vital that the website is like good to go before a lot of people, I mean, you don't have to, but a lot of people like they want their ducks in a row. They want the website done first. Right. Absolutely. So um, as we're talking about this, you know, let's say that the folks who are tuning in today, they're hearing us talk about it. They're getting curious about website design. I know that you have a lot of resources about Squarespace specifically. Do you have any advice on how designers who are new to web design, how they should go about finding a platform like Squarespace or Show It or, you know, whatever that will work well for them and help them with their goals. Yes. Okay. So I have a YouTube video, which I will give you a link to so we can pop it in the show notes. Um, I literally just did a comparison on the major website building platforms. So um, Squarespace, Show It, WordPress, and Shopify. Um, And so that one runs through like the people, I can give you a little rundown here as well. Um, So the people who like typically use the different website building platforms, I really find it's beneficial for website designers. I, while I use Squarespace, I'm not like I realize there's other fantastic platforms out there. They don't pay me. I don't need to promote them or anything. So um, I will run through like the most common other platforms and the people who tend to use them. And I find it's really beneficial for website designers. I don't think it's super valuable for people to learn like three different website building platforms at the same time because it takes a little while to get to know them. They're all different and everything. They all update and change over time. And so trying to keep up with like multiple different platforms is really challenging. So I would encourage you to pick one. Um, and so I feel like that's really like the starting point is choosing which one is right for you. So let me start with Shopify is the most common e-commerce website platform. So if you're if you really want to work with clients who sell products. Um, so any type of physical digital products, if the point of the website is an online store, Shopify is the way to go with that. It was built specifically for that. So it's the most capable in terms of like e-commerce. If however, you want to serve people, if you want to serve like bigger businesses or more corporate businesses or businesses with like really, really complex website needs, then WordPress is, um, the, it's like the oldest website building platform. Um, also the one that most websites on the internet are built on, but I will say way harder to use than show it and Squarespace. So that's more, a little bit more like the corporate clients, the bigger businesses. Um, when it comes to small businesses, Squarespace is very, very popular with them and show it. So the main difference I would say is like show it It started off specifically for photographers. Then it kind of branched out into like the creative entrepreneur space. So I would really say if your clients are like gung-ho on like super specific with the like design of their website, like it's very important for them to have something move like half a millimeter to the left or something, Mm -hmm. then that kind of like specificity is possible with something like Show It. It is a bit hard in terms of like all-in-one platform. I find Squarespace is the most convenient. You do pay a little bit with like, you don't have as much design flexibility as with something like Show It, but it is truly like all-in-one, very simplistic to use um, while still being like a super powerful website building platform. And again, very much so like they built it design first. I feel like WordPress was kind of like, I don't know, coding based and like not, not very focused on design where Squarespace was built as like a design first website building platform. So like making very beautiful websites and very simplistic for yourself and your clients to use. So that's a little rundown. Again, I do have a video which like goes pretty in depth on all the different pros and cons of the platform. Um, But that's like your basic overview there. 
Amazing. And we'll definitely link to that YouTube video in the episode show notes. So if you're tuning in, you can head on over to Paige's YouTube channel and nerd out over all of the fascinating details about these specific website building platforms. And you can choose the one that kind of piques your interest or feels like it's going to be a better fit for you. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for running through that with us. And um, as you were as you were talking about how when we are thinking about what website building platform is going to work for us and how it's going to impact our clients, that kind of got me thinking even a little bit further back. When we've been talking about adding website design services to uh, an existing business today, we've been talking about it for you know primarily existing designers, so graphic mm-hmm. designers, brand designers. But are there other kinds of service providers? that you have worked with in the past or that you see going through your courses who Mm -hmm. can actually benefit from having that skill of web design under their their belt, so to speak. Absolutely. So a lot of the people who tend to take my courses, (laughs) a lot of people who have been virtual assistants in the past who are constantly being asked to do things on websites here and there. Um, Brand designer is very common because they also keep getting asked like, oh, and do you have a website design? They realize like, I'm leaving money on the table by not doing this. Mm -hmm. Copywriter is also very common because when someone wants their website done, then sometimes often they will hire a copywriter. And so it's just like it it just makes sense to be done together, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then also the other thing which I have is like people who had literally no background in any of these things, but just realized often I have a lot of new moms who just had a baby and then they intended to go back to work. And then they realized like, this is absolutely not going to work with this young child. Like I need something that I can do from the couch with my toddler, like sitting beside me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I've had students who were like, accountants or who were figure skaters or dancers or just all these different like professions who just at some point realized I want something creative. I want to build beautiful things on the internet um, and I want to be able to do it from home and make good money. And so website design fits all of those things. So yeah, truly I can say that like I've had students from all types of backgrounds. Even if you don't have a background in brand design, it could still be a fantastic thing for you. If you have a background in brand design, let me be straight, like it's going to be beneficial. (laughs) That's like a definite leg up for sure. Um, But even if not, like people have been super successful coming from all sorts of random different types of industries. And it sounds like when you're introducing web design to your your current business model, it doesn't have to be like this big shift of, okay, I'm going from being a, a virtual assistant to now I'm a website designer, right? It's like, it can be something where you have a lot of flexibility and you can choose it as almost this this value add of maybe it's an additional service that you offer. Maybe it's an upsell. Maybe it's just Mm -hmm. information that you use as a part of your overall process with your clients. And you use that to raise those rates because it's such an incredible level of service that you're offering people, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. People, I mean, they can, you can choose to just like have a different bundles of services, like have a website design included or just just still do singularly brand design or virtual assistants or whatever you want. Um, but yeah, so it doesn't need to be like a huge change if you already run some sort of business. It could just be an add-on service, which is an option for your clients. And yeah, that's an option too. Mm-hmm, definitely. Well, um, we've been talking about so much fantastic information today in this conversation. And um, I know that you have so many incredible resources. And over the years that you've been teaching on this topic, you have gleaned so much experience and expertise. So one question that I always love to ask here on the podcast comes back to sort of a final piece of encouragement or maybe a final piece of 
advice that you would want to share to those who are tuning in today who have been resonating with what we're talking about and who are excited to take that next step into working with web design and adding that as part of their services? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, the first thing I just want to say to people is like, you can do this. Even if you didn't go to school for this, you can absolutely do this. I hope that myself and you can see stories of all my students on my website who have been from the most random backgrounds and they still absolutely mastered this. Um, But the other thing I want to encourage people, we were chatting about this just before we started recording, was like, When it comes to being successful with being a website designer, it's really key that you find a marketing strategy that you actually enjoy because getting clients is going to be a factor in building a website business, but that really can be a joyful process. And we were saying before we started recording, like we have been the most successful with marketing strategies that we have loved that like plays to our strong suits. And so I definitely encourage you when you go to build your web design business, pick a marketing strategy that you don't hate. Like pick one that actually you think like it lights me up, it brings me joy um, because I feel like that's so vital to the success of your website business in the long run is having picked a marketing strategy that you really wake up every day absolutely thrilled to do. Mm, Absolutely. And Paige, you actually have a freebie on your site kind of around this topic, right? It's it's this quiz that helps you find a client finding method that matches your personality type, right? Yes. Yeah. So the quiz is so much fun. You can get it at pbcourses.com forward slash quiz and you run through the questions. It'll ask you a bit about yourself and then it will pop out with the marketing strategy that would fit you best, which you would actually enjoy doing, and some details on how to go about implementing that strategy. So again, quiz is so much fun. It's which client finding method matches your personality type, and it's at pbcourses.com forward slash quiz. Amazing. Thanks so much for sharing that with us. And for those who are tuning in, of course, as always, we're going to have that link directly in today's show notes. So, and of course, you know, in addition to all the resources that Paige has been sharing with us today. So you can always head there afterwards to go straight to this incredible quiz and figure out which client finding method is going to work for you and your personality type. (laughs) Now, Paige, where can folks find you and connect with you online? Yes. So I'm at pagebrunton.com. That is my main hub. You can find literally hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of blog posts all about everything you need to know to be a website designer and Squarespace. Um, And then the other place which I've been hanging out lately is on my YouTube channel, I think it's youtube.com forward slash page run. <laughs> um, that is where I've really been sharing like the behind the scenes of the business and a bit more content lately. I'm not such an Instagram person. I actually haven't been on Instagram in years, but that is where I really like hanging out is both on my website, on my blog, and then also on my YouTube channel. So that would be the best place to come find me and hang out. Amazing. And we will get those links added to the show notes as well. So um, friends who are tuning in, if you just go to brandstrategypodcast.com and click on the latest episode link, you're going to find not only uh, the show notes of today's biggest talking points, all of these links where you can connect with Paige and you can take her free quiz, but also a full transcript of today's conversation. And Paige, actually, uh, what you were just saying about how you have been spending more time time on YouTube. 
and your primary places online, you've got your website and your blog and your YouTube channel. And that's like such a beautiful example of practicing what you're preaching. You show (laughs) up where you want to because it brings you joy or because Mm -hmm. it's working for you, not because you're feeling like it's what everybody's doing and I have Mm -hmm. to show up here. Like for you, Instagram, right? That wasn't it. So you went and you focused on YouTube instead, which I love to see people doing. Yes, honestly, Instagram was a thing. Like for sure, a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, I have to. Everyone's on it. Mm-hmm. But like over time, I just realized one, when we actually tested things, we're like, wow, this does not drive a lot of sales in my business. Like my email list is killing it um, in terms of sales, but not Instagram. And then also when I, I don't know, I'm just the type of person like, it's honestly, I get the app on my phone. I scroll through it and I'm like, I immediately feel not good. Like I just feel a little mm-hmm. bit depressed by it. And I really like kind of just like running my own race in business, running my own race in life and trying to like block out the noise of, I literally just recorded a YouTube video on this. I was talking to Shanna Skidmore about this, this whole like people when it comes to like income as entrepreneurs, we're always like comparing our launches to other people's launches and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is this beneficial? And like, do I even want that? And the conclusion I came to was like, no, I'm going to figure out what I want, how much like income I want to make in my business, how much impact I want to make in my business. And then I'm going to go and run towards that goal. And the more I can like block out the nonsense of what is happening online, the better. So I really love YouTube because I still get to show up on kind of a social media platform. It's like social media slash search. But when you're recording it, when you're creating it, like you're not influenced by all the things that you are like when you're on Instagram, which is like a live platform. And then the content just lasts longer. So I like it for all those reasons. Mm, I can completely appreciate that. And I just think that it's it's really powerful when we give ourselves as entrepreneurs that space to tune into, you know, where do I actually want to show up and how do I actually want to show up versus getting caught up with that pressure of what other people are doing or what, you know, like the social apps tell us we should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just had to had to call that out. I was like, yeah. this is a beautiful example of you doing that thing yeah. you told us to do. Walking the talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Paige, thank you so much for joining me today. We have covered so much great uh, ground during today's conversation. And I am I'm just confident that those who've been curious about web design or those who are um, getting into web design are going to learn so much from you. So thank you again for sharing your knowledge with us in this way and thank you. Uh, your time as well. Thank you, Bonnie. I'm so thrilled to be here and I wish everyone who's listening the best of luck starting your web design business and getting into the services of website design. It's really a beautiful industry to be in. Absolutely. And for those who've been tuning in today, as always, thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. I hope that this content has helped you, has encouraged you, has helped to show you what's possible. And as always, you're such a valued part of this community of Brand Strategy Podcast listeners, and I'm cheering you on from Waco. Thank you so much for joining me today, friend. Before you go, I would be so grateful to receive your feedback on the Brand Strategy Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or the podcast in general has helped you grow your brand, I'd really appreciate it if you left us a review in iTunes. Your positive reviews enable the Brand Strategy Podcast to continue to grow and reach like-minded creatives just like you. Thank you for all your support and encouragement as together we pursue building brands with purpose and intention. Until next time, I'm cheering you on from Waco.